0: week away we have Mr. J Jurassic. Welcome back
1: sir. What's up guys? (laughs) Glad to be back on.
0: I would say get ready for a four-hour podcast but uh, we got a couple of time constraints this weekend so (laughs) um, we're going to get straight to it and hopefully the uh, the tangents are a bit few and far between but if they happen they happen. It's always (laughs) great to talk (laughs) about the franchise. It is. I suppose going straight on into a bit of news this week. A couple of minutes ago we sort of discussed about how um, our love project, Jurassicpedia, was uh, approached by a member of the Lost World production crew, and he uh, had some info and some photos and stuff that uh, hadn't been seen before, and we're waiting to see what had come out of that. David, this week, or yesterday, he uh, he posted some stuff up on Facebook and on his uh, YouTube channel, which uh, mm-hmm. yes, blew us see. away.
2: Oh, they were amazing. You've got to check these stuff out. The guy's name is Todd Marks. He was the... Graphics designer or something like that. He, anyway, he designed the videos for the first. or I'm sorry, for the second movie. And some of the and the stuff that he has, the behind-the-scenes stuff that he has, is without a doubt you gotta check it out. He's just got a short, uh, 48-second video on his YouTube uh, j- It just shows off a couple things on the set of the trailer destruction mm-hmm. and. Then he also posted
0: a short video of... um... Well, I've got the the breakdown here, and these these videos have been shared to the... um, They're on the um, Facebook page. They're on the Lost World Minute Facebook page as well, so Mm -hmm. you can go there. We'll make sure if they haven't been they will be posted up by the time this comes out. But um, the first video he posted was um, a behind-the-scenes of the Animatronic Triceratops on its little buggy. Yes, it was. As it um, plows through the tent, flipping the Hummer over. It's only a 47 second clip, but what it shows is just amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We get to see Ludlow or the stunt double for Ludlow, anyway, sort of backing out of the tent as they call action, and uh, that um, that San Diego model, Jurassic Park's San Diego model, getting tossed to the side <laughs> a couple of a couple of times.
2: The model tossed to the side, and then he rams right into the Hummer. Mm. And if you've ever hit, if you've ever been like around a Humvee. I got a chance to kind of play around in one at the last Chicago Auto Show. They're they're heavy vehicles. The door alone weighs like a hundred pounds. Hmm. So that that tells you something about the durability of San Winston Studios. Uh, Their ramming Triceratops animatronic rig that they built.
0: Yeah, because looking at it closely, there's no sign of air pistons or cables or anything like that to force. And the the Hummer does a full, <laughs> full barrel roll in the air too, and lands mm-hmm. um, a lot more than what now, we see the, in the film. But
1: uh, is that the the which one is it, was that the Hummer that's like thrown and on fire into the tree where Roland and um and Ajay are at? No, or... that's the one that's got the satellite yeah,
0: dish in the back of it. That's parked beside yeah. Ludlow's
1: tent. Uh, okay, okay.
0: It's yeah. I know a... there's
1: one that just like blows up into the air and like travels so high.
0: Yeah, and that's that's always been another sort of bit of speculation whether or not that was thrown by the Triceratops ramming another Jeep as well, or if that was caused by the explosions <laughs> and that thing getting thrown through the air. But uh, no, nah, because it's only it's only very brief, the scene in the actual film, where we see the Triceratops come through the tent, it runs past the Hummer, and we see it start to tip but we don't see the full the roll it does and crash upside down, then you cut to RJ and uh, Roland in their blind as the um, we hear the explosion and see the jeep <laughs> launched into the air. <laughs> because I, when we done that minute, when you look closely, it's a it's a um, it's a rolling rolling shell of a '93 Jeep Wrangler. It's the same jeep from the uh, mm. the original film, same tail lights and all that on the back of it. So yeah,
2: yeah, we kind of delved into that when we discussed that minute how it's just like a like a shell of a Jeep just kind of on a rope being tossed down a rubber tree because you can see this tree shake as the um, Jeep goes down it.
0: Mm. I just love you, too, though, a couple of times as they reset and um, send the Triceratops off again, that that Jurassic Park San Diego model's just sitting there, and it it almost seems like it's made of foam because it seems really light and bounces a bit. But the big thing is it's not destroyed in either, either... Scenes. It's not destroyed. It's just leaning up against some camera equipment. So I still wonder if that thing exists somewhere.
1: And it's it's loaded up on a car, right? It's like it's rigged mm. up on a on like a truck or something, right? The model? No, the yeah. triceratops.
2: The triceratops was uh, built on a rig. It's like a golf cart sort of rig. Ah, uh, okay. Are able to? And as it moves, it kind of bounces to mimic the movement of the triceratops mm-hmm. gallop.
1: It's a cool way because I mean, why well, build a whole entire Triceratops just for one scene where it just hits? Yeah, yeah it's a good, uh, nice neat trick. Yeah, well, they the awesome. It,
0: they just had it come through the tent, so you got the tent mm-hmm. stuck on yeah. the screw and sort of covering the back of it. So as long as you got that basic shape there, Yeah
2: mm-hmm. it's
0: it's it's, much, it's very similar to what they done after the Triceratops inside that cage with Chris or uh, with Owen in Fallen Kingdom, just yep.
1: uh-huh.
2: having the
0: whole back That's... of the under the under the tarp. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so you don't need the full animatronic.
2: Oh well, there's chicken wire underneath that tarp there. It was never actually meant to be seen without the tarp. <laughs> they only built the foam head and then and then mounted it on the front, or not the foam head, but the what well, they built the head out of that's massively durable. durable.
0: Hmm.
2: But they only built the head and then just kind of um, mounted it on this rig that bounces with chicken wire as the, to... Make the shape
0: of it. Wow! Movie magic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Movie magic,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you were saying before, David, about the weight of a Humvee. I'm, I'm sure this was a like a, a, a mock-up Hummer or something where it'd been completely gutted and um, lightened a lot more just to do mm-hmm. the stunt, do the do the set piece. But um, it's still it's still it still looks good, and we get a lot more of it here.
1: It's so cool that it's just. Uh... To see that clip, that's awesome. And it, mm-hmm. and there's just like clips like that. There has to be more, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Were we talking about that on the minute also with um with the T Rex breaking into the house?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All of us were speculating that, and and here we are with these clips. So there's, mm-hmm. there's got to be somebody that maybe even this guy himself. And it's just like, well, I'll give him a little taste in a couple of videos. Oh,
2: well, <laughs> that's, that's what, what the time. Has told me is that there's plenty more to... That he's going to reveal, and he's saving oh, all throughout the month. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest amazing. problem is converting him because they're all on VHF, VHS or something. So having the game digitized.
2: And he's on VHS, and he has a friend who has a VHS to digital converter, hmm. and that's what he's been doing to get these uh, video clips from tape to uh, digital. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's that's amazing. Yeah, he has a piece of history right there. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I know this is uh, this this is a little tangent right here, guys. But I don't I don't know if you guys have been on on Reddit lately. Um, somebody found a map to the original Raptor cage from the first movie, the blueprints. Oh really?
2: wow! Oh, I did see that. Yes.
1: Yes, dude, it's awesome. Like if, everybody's asking him to do uh, an HD scan of it. And I don't know if he's going to do it, but from what I saw, you can see all the measurements, everything. You built your own cage. Does it include you know?
0: the display viewing area down below? Or is it just the...
1: No, 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 no. it's just the, the transport cage. Oh, the oh, they, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, I yep, sorry, I'll in the one. <laughs> Oh, no, no, oh, that'd be awesome too. Yeah. We'll get, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know how he got it. I think he said something on Reddit of how he was able to acquire it. I think a friend won it in an auction, and then gave it to him, which I'm like, that's, why would you give that away? Yeah. That'd be, like, right there, and as soon as you walk into my house, (laughs) yes, that's right, that's the blueprints to the raptor cage right there.
0: Well, even, you get, you see every now and then, someone making a, like, a bunk bed for their kid out of it. Oh, That same design, just something, something like that, or even, even just making it, like, downsizing it to half size or something, and. Having it in the backyard for a doghouse. <laughs>
1: well, actually, it's funny you say that. Um, I don't know if you guys know, Cheeto's litter box is the cage. I made it. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, he, he he does his business inside a raptor cage. <laughs> yeah, but I posted let it. Get a out, long- push it back. <laughs> yep, it's. Uh, I I just took a couple of panels uh, and painted it, and then painted the designs onto the side uh, the cage. So he. So he goes in there, does his business, and it's it goes with the whole like aesthetic of everything in my life that is Jurassic. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a Cheetosaurus Rex, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool that like like footage like this, we know now it exists. Like we always like assumed, and now it's confirmed. And seeing these videos is it's incredible. Mm. And there's more, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's right. There's um the next one that come up was uh. The longest one of them all, which is a minute eighteen, and it's their uh, computer animated footage from Eddie's GPS, which was also fantastic. It starts with the island map booting up and um, the coordinates at the bottom, which are the same as uh, I checked last night, same as the uh, map of Sauna from the Lost uh, the Lost Dash World minute. Uh, web, minute, I'll do that again. Lost Dash World website from back in ninety seven when they um, when that was all up and running. So,
1: really,
0: it's a good little bit of continuity there between. The mm-hmm. um between those two things but I uh, love here too how it's got version 3 on the bottom of the screen but it, I love how it glitches all the way through a mm-hmm. video, like Eddie just hasn't quite got all the bugs out of it yet
2: <laughs>
0: and and never will
2: <laughs> it's gotta be my favourite of the three mm. videos that Todd has posted it starts off with like a kind of a glitchy for, uh, outline of Isla Sorna and this is the first time we've ever gotten an outline like this in like anything like we've ever like this is the first time we've gotten a not high res because i mean of course this was made in 1996 so it wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be viewed and anything but like a tiny gps screen but still i mean this is the first time we've had something of this level this is to consider what we have here this is groundbreaking because then the next slide after that is a topographic map
0: yeah, topographic overlay comes over that that wireframe outline, which we've speculated, David, is, is the exact same map you see on the monitor behind Malcolm when him and Sarah are going at it in the trailer.
2: Yeah, we speculated that um, that that was the map, and if in looking at it here, that does look to be the map. The colors are the same, and so as is the outline.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, I've always wondered, like, you know, what I mean, when you watch the video. Uh, when, when you're watching the movie and you see that that graphic, I always was like, man, I really would love to see that like more closer, be, you know, just just be able to actually see what's going on on that screen. Because even in mm. HD and whatever, it's still too small, you yeah, know. Yeah, and it's but it's moving left video, to right.
0: Yeah, it's moves left to right pretty quickly too. So you can't even you look at the screen caps and that. There's not one that focuses completely on the screen. It's because it's constantly in motion. Um,
1: it's the, the closest thing we had to that was kind of like uh, the Lost World game,
0: mm-hmm. when it
1: would show like uh, those mini videos when you had like the raptor chase. When the, mm. those are those were pretty cool too, and they and they had like uh, like uh, satellite images. Oh, predator approaching, whatnot. But it, they're fast, you know. Yeah. And um, having this, this is so cool. This is for for you know fans that like study these maps and do like uh, recreate recreations of like highly detailed uh, regions and this and that that I've seen people do. Hmm. This is Me? incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, exactly. I see that you post stuff like that all the time. So it's like this is this is like homework for you, man.
2: <laughs> oh, this is this is awesome. Homework, it's not homework, it's a gift to have this. It's <laughs> like Oh I mean, well, yeah, training. all right.
1: Well you know, you going to study it, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't mean this it's this gonna be studying like, studying like oh, stressful. I,
2: this is studying what I want to do though. So I mean, like when I get the next screen here of uh, the satellite overview of Isla Sorna, I mean that's just like, oh god, I'm I was bouncing in my seat looking at these the other uh, last night, and I was like, oh my god, how how can I sleep, knowing that these maps are out there? Mm. Yeah. You know, I much work to do. I've got to redesign the map. I got to redraw, replay, replace some of the old uh, movie Uh, moment markers there's because the next couple of screens that we get they actually give us a um, see here I'm getting excited they zoom in to the area that they land in the quote unquote river seems to be that large river that from in the north that comes almost down to the center of the island and then that must be where then because then they show an X and that must be the landing spot that the Mar del Plata dropped Hmm. them off and then it says like what was it three Three something, three some, wow. uh, three thousand something meters, mm-hmm. uh, between the the spot where Harding was. So that also, so that then that gives us a scale that tells us how long, how big the island is. Hmm. So, I mean, there's so yeah, much from yeah. this one three minute, see, or no, it's nights, a minute 18 sequence. And there's so
0: much data here, you know. I mean, I'm gushing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. even, even as we we got the overhead of the satellite, we see that red X come up and the um the red triangle which has the Harding code on it, where it might be a little bit of a callback to the novel where we had the blue triangle with um L- Richard Levine, Levine's... Levine Levine, <laughs> um his little sort of market so asset. I think that no, I'm going to call that a callback to the novel, but. Uh, at the end of that river, you see that triangle come up, and you can see that long um, light green plane um, stretching down to the south. Which they must drive. That must be the plane they drive down, um, or that valley they drive up. In that cutscene, where we see the vehicles driving up through the grass, there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the map drops down. We get her marker come up, and the arrow, yellow, or, yeah, yellow arrow comes up with yeah 3.5 kilometers away. It doesn't actually say kilometers or. But we get another measurement in a minute where it's 26 meters and starts to count, like count down. So if they're using the meter way to measure there, then it must be yeah, free just under 3.5 k's away. But mm-hmm. but yeah, and we sort of get to zoom in and and this is what I always thought was um, this section is what you actually see on Eddie's GPS as it's sort of counting down from 26 meters to um, to zero as they come up on a position. But after looking at the um a couple of screen caps of that GPS it's different because that shows rivers. Rivers there where this video doesn't. So I don't know if there was a, a change later on in production or or what happened there, but there's a slight difference in what we see on film to uh this video. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: but still. <laughs> and as I was saying to you, David, like if this exists then the uh the graphic of the dinosaur species on Hammond's computer, it's gotta be somewhere as well. Just...
2: Yeah, I believe he has that because the video, the 42nd video that he posted, does show an extended sequence. There's Brachiosaurus and then a couple others I couldn't identify because there's a guy sitting in front of it. But yeah, there's there's more to that video. Mm. And there, that must mean that there's also probably like a fact file on each one like there is on the Dilophosaurus one that we get in the mm-hmm. making of.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, that, that gets us into the third video, lastly. Um, as you said, 48 seconds, and it sort of opens It's during the trailer sequence. And I, when we talk about the minutes with all the uh, computer monitors and that in the trailer and what they're displaying data-wise, how we just thought they must have been a video player or something after VHS playing and then they'll rewind it or or what have you. But mm-hmm. they do hear what they've done in Jurassic Park with the control room. they've got crew behind the scenes with the... the um, Exact same monitor showing the data that's inside the trailers, the the radar of the clouds passing over it, the outside night vision shot or the footage and the um, satellite 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 uplink um, footage as well. And as you said, the dinosaur profiles that's on the other computer screen in the trailer as well. It's all being fed to the trailers. It's not actually running inside the trailer itself, which I thought was amazing.
1: Was was he also responsible for the, the those graphics? Think- yeah, he. Did.
2: He told me that he did all the graphics in the movie. Oh, so, <laughs> oh man, um, he
1: has some really cool he, stuff yeah. then. Because those dinosaur profiles are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, uh, they're yeah. so great. Oh, they're just showing in the background all the time, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, it, I've always wanted that as like a screensaver it's just on the computer. I have mm-hmm. the old screensaver, which is the the, um, the Jurassic Park um, when it shows that the lights aren't working on the explorers. No,
0: mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yep. The guy
1: made it a long time ago and it was and it was posted I think it was on JPL. And yeah. uh the guy put like the download link and I I know I downloaded it on my old computer. I used to have it. Yeah,
2: but... he's actually still operating on um the RPF. He does a lot of the paper props and the replica platform. So, I think that's still up. Mm. Oh, really? Oh.
1: Mhm. Nice yeah <laughs> that's that
0: uh, yeah I I'm pretty illiterate with computers and that sort of thing but when fans can get and make sort of great little clips and stuff like that it's just it's fantastic and um, definitely and yeah now here now we have these these short clips and the um, the GPS video as well which I'm sure are going to get used and um, and modified and shared around as well so there they're the free the clips we got to talk about for today I know on the on the Facebook page page lorenzo has been posting several compact uh, comments about the gps video <laughs> as well and we're sort of in agreement there just how much it shows of the islands and even though i don't know if it'd be impossible to do but just somehow getting that that satellite image of sauna you know high high res
1: uh, yeah. trying to get
0: the definition in there that would be just fantastic
1: or maybe you know maybe you can get a um, somebody that you I mean uh they can replicate it, you know? Yeah, having yeah.
0: That. it is it is Hawaii, so obviously they've used some sort of reference material. Um, yeah, Whether you yeah. can crop in crop in terrain detail or something. Um, even just sort of getting rid of a little bit of the fuzziness about it, which you're going to have from VHS yeah. as well. So it's yeah, it's really
1: cool to think that, the, like, that island's... Like, I know it's referenced, like, the um, terrain and whatnot reference from Hawaii and whatnot, but it's it's completely made up island, just like Nublar. It's so cool to think that somebody just, like, thought that up, and thought up well, there was rivers, gave it, it, it's, uh I love this fandom. <laughs> I love well, this franchise.
0: Yeah, even just looking at the map itself and the island itself, like, just that massive lagoon and water inlet that's on the southern side, um, that sort of really cuts up through the middle of the island, like, that's that's a massive water open area for the river and stuff, so... And if we can get that that footage of um, from Hammond's computer of where the Velociraptor nests and the Tyrannosaur nests and stuff like that is
1: oh, in yeah. better
0: detail, like it would just open up the island a lot more. You'd be able to look at this satellite map and go, right, well that's where the operate the um, worker village is, um, and you can sort of. Go well, from there everything to the lab is and...
1: looking a lot. Everything is looking a lot better now that we know that this uh, this person worked on the graphics. It has footage and is willing to share some of it. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. we might get some of that, uh, ans- some answers to those questions that we have, mm. you know. Um, one thing I did want to say, like, it, when I was a kid, I don't know if you guys, if this happened to you guys, but weren't you sometimes confused with the marketing where they would show Isla Sorna that we see in the movie, but also have, like, Isla Sorna that we see in the book? Well, you know? that, yeah,
0: that Lost Dash World website was a, big, a prime example for that, where it was marketing for The Lost World, but it was um, using straight-up Crichton's map of Sauna, which I know we prefer more, just that big rocky rim that goes around it, so you've got that natural barrier to keep the animals in, even though it didn't, <laughs> but um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but just a sort of, well I suppose more so because it actually shows you where everything is on the island, where we've never had a proper map of Sauna I mm-hmm. like think the closest we've really had is that Kodak map that was on that Kodak brochure, but it's certainly a real, um, like a character or um over-the-top sort of map with the worker village in the middle and, and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, but, I
1: have that one. I um, have
2: that, yeah. Well, so the best we've always had was the um grayscale map that oh, was yeah. designed off of the original script, but that was always... I mean, this is kind of... the new GPS map kind of takes the... um the... a little bit of the train from it, but it has the Hammond computer outline, which is the problem with the grayscale map, is that it was only it was it always had this outline in it that didn't match the um, shape of Sorna on the trailer map or on Hammond's map. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And but it, yeah. And at least that's only two slight little differences. Like both of these would have been made in pre-production. Um, so whether or not the the two creators collaborated or just done their own thing on it. But I the the best thing is with all the uh, I won't say hate, but all the discussion going on currently about so- uh, New <laughs> especially Fallen Kingdom, with just the the varying differences in maps and that. This is this is pretty much um, sauna, and it's the one map. Um, yes, we got sort of differences in Trespasser and and um, as you said, Jay, with some marketing, um, the Lost World game and that, because it used the novel map as well. So
1: yeah,
0: but yeah, no, very happy. <laughs> Very happy fan at the moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, mm-hmm. very. No, it's 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 incredible to see
2: something like
0: that. Yeah. All right. Um. Unless there's anything else to get to on that, ready to get into minute one eleven.
2: Sure. Yeah. Let's
0: do it. <laughs> I won't call it minute one o eleven like last week. I called it one o ten. So <Yeah. laughs> I had to do some editing. It's a
1: long movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's almost Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, maybe not. Uh, if, you, if you include The Hobbit, so you've got six films, 12, 24 hours, you might be close. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: As we end on minute 110 of The Lost World, Ian and Sarah were being pursued by the Tyrannosaur, and the local law enforcement and animal control had turned up on the scene to try their hand at capturing the Tyrannosaur. As we open on minute 111... They soon realise the animal's a little bit larger than they first thought, and speed off in the opposite direction. At the three-second mark, we cut back to Ian and Sarah driving along the warehouses. We cut inside the car as now the baby is nearly fully awake, and Sarah asks Ian if there's a way through the warehouses. He says, "Oh God, there could be." At the 18-second mark, we cut inside one of the warehouses as the red Pontiac comes smashing through an office and skids to a stop. Ian climbs out of the car and runs around to get the infant off Sarah and the two start running through the warehouse. At the 36 second mark, Sarah yells where's the Rex? Is it still behind us? And the question's answered very quickly as the male smashes through the wall of the warehouse and gives chase. At the 47 second mark we cut inside a limo as Peter Ludlow's on the phone, giving the command order to shoot the Tyrannosaur. And as we end the minute Ian and Sarah run past the limo. Ludlow sees them and hangs up the phone and gives chase. So this minute, as we open, we see um, San San Diego's finest running away off their tail between their legs. And um, we got a close-up shot of that door of the uh, animal control or animal care and control truck uh, as it was leaving last minute. And here we got it skidding around the corner and um, running away following the police on that wet road that's been watered down so they can do their car stunts. Which we we'll see a lot in these films, but... Um, mm-hmm. Animal control. They would have been hearing over dispatch as well. I don't know about over there, but over here, there's, they don't carry lethals, they don't carry tranquilizers, they don't... The best they got's pretty much just those snare poles, because they're only going after dogs, or... I don't even think they're armed over here, so...
2: They're not armed over here either, but they do, I think, carry tran- tranquilizers in, for extreme cases, like... For example, alligator or dangerous venomous snake in the pool, mm-hmm. yep. they'll bring out tranquilizer and put it to sleep and then transplant it someplace else.
1: Yeah, I I guess it's like the region that the animal control is like based in because I I don't know if they carry, but I know they have to carry something because um here in Jersey we got black bears, mm-hmm. and sometimes <laughs> they they end up in like, in like town and like the towns and whatnot because you know we just keep in. We Just keep making more human habitat, destroying theirs, so yeah. they just keep moving in, and can't blame the bear. But I remember um, in my old town, my hometown, there's a bear that I had come into like right in the main street, like the main market street, and it was up a tree. And I know animal control and the police were there and whatnot, and they had to had to tranquilize the bear and get him back. And it was a it was a cub, so they were actually like, for the mom too, and the mom wasn't too far away, it just walking like the T-Rex in the middle of the neighbourhood, mm. you
0: know. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, and, and it might be, they might work hand in hand with the police, as we see here, because um, I know over here, you sort of, <laughs> yeah, not that it works. I don't think they're,
2: they're like, ready for
0: a Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over here, if, like, if, you, if you're if in the mountains, and if you hit a deer or a kangaroo, like a large wildlife, normally you call the police, and they'll come out and shoot it, um, and I'm sure, like, put it down, if it's injured... beyond saving i'd imagine that over there too like deer and moose in the north and that sort of stuff if you hit Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff then yes the police would be called but that'd probably bring animal control out as well just to make sure the animal couldn't be saved
2: yeah like here um we get in illinois like north central illinois we uh chicago area doesn't really get so much the large predators but i know north up in the state near wisconsin does and they, so on occasion, get black bears, cougars, that mountain lions, or even wolves will come down from Wisconsin and Minnesota, mm.
1: Nice.
2: but not often. I think worst that we usually that animal control typically has to deal with is a coyote, which aren't really that bad unless they're rabid. I remember a couple years back. A um, this is going off on a tangent, but it's related, so sorry. <laughs> I remember oh. a <laughs> couple years back a uh, coyote went into a neighborhood subway and just, it was during the summer and during a massive heat wave like we have right now. And he just went inside the fridge, the uh, little where the, like, the drinks are out in front of the door where they have like the Pepsis and stuff like that. And he's just laying in the fridge, cooling off looking at her, and everybody's freaking out because, Oh my God, it's the Coyote in Chicago. What could you possibly do? It's like the size of a small Dalmatian, but people freak out anyway. Yeah. And it's just, the footage on the news is he's so cute. He's just looking there like, whoa, where'd everybody go? I'm just hot. Because cause in the neighborhoods of Chicago, they'll leave a lot of the stores open because some of the older villains don't have AC. Mm. Yeah, so taking
0: taking all that into consideration, what's what's the goal here for the police and animal control? Do you reckon they've just said there's a dinosaur in the loose and they haven't actually had a description of size? They're thinking it's something small, we can take it. Especially if the way they turn around and get the hell out of there, I don't think they're expecting it to be this large or... Uh, well, maybe
1: they were expecting uh, uh, big iguanas, like <laughs> Nick Owen. <Manoen. laughs> Fruitcakes. <laughs> uh, so. oh, it, oh, yeah, that, I, I love seeing that. I remember seeing it. it I, I can still remember my reaction to the theater seeing it just laughing. I'm like, yeah, okay, you guys can't do nothing.
0: Uh, but um we cut back to ian and sarah as they're driving um alongside the warehouse Mm -hmm. and we get that the drum the bongo drum start to pick up here the baby's starting to cry out as well as we can hear as it's starting to wake up and inside the car we can see it thrashing around sarah tells (laughs) ian this guy's almost fully awake and asks him if he knows where he's going (laughs) and he sort of just points off through the buildings and uh (laughs) the waterfront should be on the other side of these warehouses (laughs) and uh sarah asks if there's a way through and He replies, oh, God, there could be. I never
2: understood that line. Is it supposed to be like a punchline? Well, that's...
0: Yeah, like, Sarah's asking a genuine question if if there's a way through the warehouses, and we can't see what he's seeing in front of the car if he can see a break in the warehouses up or if he's realising at this point that this building goes on into the darkness in front of him and he's um, contemplating the fact he's going to have to crash through a wall (laughs) or make his own way through. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, he does, he makes his own way through and um, crashes, we cut inside the warehouse as it crashes through a bit of a little makeshift office and the car skids to a stop, seemingly undamaged. But um, you can sort of see the damaged office behind and knowing it's just sort of like a little fake wall because um, as Ian gets out of the car, we can see the windscreen's broke or the windshield's broken, which I don't know if that's deliberate or if it's the stunt going wrong.
2: I think it's supposed to be showing the damage of uh, smashing through the wall of the um, yeah. warehouse.
0: Yeah, well, considering it doesn't do any other damage to the car, <laughs> I suppose you need a <laughs> need a reason for him to stop driving it, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and two, you've got this classic collector's muscle car. You're not going to... or you don't want to damage it too much. A smashed windscreen's pretty much something easy to fix. Mm-hmm.
2: Easily replaceable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah. But, um... Ian gets out and goes around and grabs the baby off Sarah and um, sort of mouths to himself, you you've got to follow me now, as if he's talking to the male. And, yeah, starts to run. And as they're uh, running away in the background, you can sort of see the searchlights lighting up the Tyrannosaur against the walls. And uh, Sarah yells to Ian, where's the Rex? Do you think it's still behind us? Which, um, <laughs> again, a little, a little rhetorical question because it comes smashing through that wall, the same spot where the car come through.
1: It does um, that, that awesome, like... That familiar T-Rex sound. I can't do it, but you know which one. It's in your head, guys. You, you just see him smash through. You just hear that like, like gargle that it does. Ah, oh, so great. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the sound that I always think of when I'm thinking of the scene is the pounding footsteps of the T-Rex uh, smashing his feet into concrete as it's chasing uh, his baby.
0: Yeah, definitely. They keep running, they run through a couple of small doors here going from one warehouse to another. And I sort of wonder looking at this, it looks, I wonder if they shot this in the same location as Eddie's workshop. Just the large floor to ceiling windows in the side of yeah. the warehouse look very familiar. And especially here when they come through the door into this next section of warehouse, you've got, it looks like a gantry crane and stuff like that, which is the same as what Eddie had in his workshop or similar. It
2: might have, because I know that movies are shot by location. So, like, they, especially on The Lost World, they filmed everything um, on, Kau- on Kauai first. So they filmed uh, the couple shots they needed there. There's even behind-the-scenes images of Roland in full costume watching uh, the opening scene is being filmed. Mm, yeah. At Ka- Ka beach. And then they went and filmed everything in L.A., and then they I don't know, at first they did the Redwoods, then they did everything in LA. So it's possible that this was done or, um as a night shoot at Eddie's shop and they just clear uh did like everything at an adjacent shop or something instead of clear or maybe even just uh did this shop first, then then set up the Eddie Carr's shop and film that those scenes, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we've also like before we had the car driving down along the side of the warehouses and that as well. Like that's not that's not a set. That's on location somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even when we see sort of Nick back his van up at the, in the start of the movie, you can see there's cranes and it outside. It's not a blue screen. There's actively vehicles and equipment moving around outside the warehouse, so it is a, a, a live or an active dock area. So as they're running through this um, this warehouse, you can see again the silhouette of the wrecks on the building behind them. And uh, we cut to Ludlow in a limo on the telephone, telling someone to shoot it. We, we cut outside the limo yeah, and then yeah. Sarah run by with the baby. And back inside the limo, he's like, no, no, you idiot, the adult. I want the baby back alive. Which, you just imagine what's happening on the other side, that phone call where whoever, whether it's a helicopter or something, saying what you want us to shoot the baby they're carrying as well. it's <laughs> mm-hmm. so of is where it gets a bit more serious now, where he's given this order to shoot it.
2: Mhm. i mean well the thing's caused a massive amount of damage has eaten uh at least one person and
1: that we know caused, yeah
2: i mean it's death. it's like essentially the death of engine right here and he's kind of like mm-hmm. trying to save face with any kind of uh anything he has left and the only thing he has left is the baby because he knows for certain that nobody's going to let him keep the T Rex alive now <laughs> that it's caused
0: so much collateral damage. Yeah, no? well, he'd have to, he'd probably mm-hmm. have to prove too that he could keep that baby, like growth inhibitors and that, to keep it small as well. Mm-hmm. That's in a different movie where we don't get this ending, of course. But um, <laughs> he uh, he puts the <laughs> phone down and uh, gets out of the car because he's seen Ena uh, and Sarah run past, and as the minute it ends, he sort of slams the door and runs off after him. But um, yeah,
2: car um, phones now that or something well it's <laughs> in a limo
0: too so this is before yeah well this is more more uh luxurious so probably a better better type of car phone but mm-hmm. um, yeah see we never got them over here we just had by that time it was sort of just the, the brick phones and that in the bags that you sort of plugged into the cigarette lighter and stuck the area on the dashboard yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just briefly <laughs> get into the uh shooting script um Pretty much the same as what we've just seen, although it ended last week with uh, the Rex picking up Ian's car and flipping it over onto its roof. Uh, Ian and Sarah escape with the baby and start sprinting off to the ship in the distance. Um, we don't get to see that in the film, but the um, the Rex bends down and starts ripping the undercarriage, much like the female did on New during the breakout scene, which I thought was a good little callback. Unfortunately, we don't see it in the film. But...
2: Mm-hmm. I kind of like that that was cut, because in the um, breakout scene of the first movie, it's very much mm. more investigative kind of a, an attack you kind of almost don't want to call it an attack because the T-Rex not really attacking she's just kind of like curious like what's this giant squeaky chew toy yeah. in my front yard you know it's she's almost like a, acting like a dog would with a new toy whereas here the this this male T-Rex is pissed and he, he has no time for being curious he's yeah. he wants his kid back right now yeah, he ain't, got t- he ain't got time for that. Yeah,
0: but he, he looks up and sees Ian Sarah running away after the baby down the road and um, goes to give chase just as three police helicopters roar over the rooftops of the buildings and uh, train their spotlights or their searchlights on him and it sort of stops him dead in his tracks. And I love here how he, um, he, it's described. He tries to snap at him, then notices the water reflecting off puddles on the road or pulls the water on the road and starts trying to step on him, just like uh, the cat with the laser pointer. That's That's so
1: cool. I kind of would love to see that.
2: Yeah, that would be interesting <laughs> to see. That would been cool. Seeing a T-Rex react to his brand new environment like that would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it also
0: gives a reason why it's not so close behind Ian and Sarah as they get to the boat too. It gives that that break they need to get in onto the boat, and also gives a break for Ludlow to get down the hold as well.
1: Yeah, because you see, kind of that, like as they're running, you see the the searchlights of the helicopters kind of in the the background, just like moving around. Yeah. They, they like they purposely focus on that as they're getting onto the boat. Yeah, if you notice that.
0: Yeah, even <laughs> in the next minute when Ludlow's standing at the the, yep, the top yep, of the yep. cargo hold, same thing over his shoulder. You can see.
1: Uh huh.
0: And it seems to be in the same in the same area, like it's not moving. So yeah. Plus, plus, like that Tyrannosaur broke into that warehouse. Ian and Sarah have gone through a couple of small human-sized doors into a um, adjoining yeah. warehouse. Like it, it's lost its momentum. It stopped running, so it's sort of probably. Lost the ability to just go smashing through the wall of a building. It's sort of boxed in there and confused with these searchlights on them. But... Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. They probably still, maybe when they filmed it, they probably still had maybe that planned. And you know you know how like it would have been CG, CGI'd into the movie? Maybe uh, when it got to the post-production stage, they're like, nah, we're going to cut that whole scene. Yeah, well, being mm-hmm. a full-size maybe.
0: animal there, it would have to be, mm-hmm. be cgi
1: Yeah, so they probably did maybe film that, like, just the helicopter's just, like, spotlights on the ground, and they were like, alright, we'll leave that to post-production, and then finally decided to cut that scene completely. Who knows? Because if it's in the shooting script, it's a cool scene. Like, I I, I would have loved to have seen that in the movie.
0: Yeah, well, just the fact, as we said last minute, and just there before, how the Trenosaur picks the car up and throws it on its roof. Mm -hmm. Like, just that, adding that sequence as well, like, that's for the animatronic to be able to pick that car up, I, I don't think it'd be a red Pontiac, <laughs> if that was uh, no, going to be the no. case, but, uh, <laughs> but it just, if it was, even if it was Sarah's, no, oh, there wouldn't have been a hybrid back then, if Sarah's little mini or something, something small that the animatronic could pick up and toss, or throw over upside down, it just sort of adds, it breaks the scene up and pretty much stops stops the chase, and and as you said, David, sort of the fact that's he's here destroying the car, and doing what it was doing or doing what the female was doing in the first film when it should be its sole purpose here is to uh, follow that infant. Mm-hmm. And it would have seen him get out of the car and continue to run down the road. But uh, no, we cut to Ludlow, we much should we do in the film, but this time he's uh, standing on the deserted Indian jocks Indian Dock screaming into a cell phone. Same same dialogue in the film, but um, he also sort of adds to the end find <laughs> Malcolm and Harding before cutting himself off as he sees the two running towards the SS Venture and climbing the ladder to get on board. That's where the shooting script ends. Yeah, yeah, basically the same, just a couple of little changes.
1: Basically, we see. Yep. You kind of see the same, yeah, little changes. He wasn't really. <sighs> he well, didn't... Did he, was, he, he was scream being, uh, in the phone? Yeah. No, he was more yeah, <laughs> he was calm, mannered. Yeah shoot her yeah no the infant no no don't I want the infant alive that yeah -hmm. he doesn't really I feel like in the script they probably were trying to tell him to like really yell into the phone no you idiot shoot the adult
0: (laughs) which again is just further fueling his demise we're going to see like Mm
1: -hmm. he's he's got
0: no compassion for the animal whatsoever it's just I'm I'm more worried about the company and the um, he just sees dollar signs
1: that's it and it's so yeah it's his demise in the in the next minutes coming up is going to be really cool to talk about.
0: Yeah, um, and that's and that's where we get especially in the next minute too of the shooting script how it's actually when he climbs on the boat, his his better judgments left aside because his main focus is that infant and getting that infant yeah. back and not noticing the uh, searchlights and the helicopters steadily getting closer to the boat over his shoulder. But that's um that's for next minute.
1: Uh, that's that's uh, that's the money in the the whole. Just blinding him, really. i mm. oh, yeah. yep. Always dollars. Yep. And Ian told him that in the island, and he still brought a T-Rex to the... Eh, whatever.
0: <laughs> yep. All right, guys, anything
1: else on that before we get heavy for the day? No, I think... Oh, uh, Jay? I think I'm pretty good. I think we, we discussed some cool stuff, and just, you know, uh, the listeners, they should really check out those videos. Because they're awesome, the ones that we discussed. Yep. And, um, yeah, well, if you're not watching Lost World, you better be.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Jay, just briefly, um, give us where we can contact you or follow you along on social media. Oh, yeah, of medias, course. Um... Um,
1: you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter under the same handle J A Y E underscore J U R A S S I C K. J Jurassic. Lovely. Right.
0: Um, is the competition still running? Last time you were actually, gonna I
1: didn't even start because there's so many competitions. I, everybody's throwing a composition in, in Jurassic June, so I'm out, I'm like, you know what? I I might as well just start it this month coming up because if I start it with all of those, and it's like, it's like, it, it, are they really gonna follow it? Or are they not? You know, like well, every day there's yeah. a new one. Yeah, there's a there's so many in Jurassic June. I I, I yeah. enjoyed a couple of them, and I just can't follow all of them. There's so many of them.
0: Well, exactly, yeah, I followed two, and all of a sudden, yesterday, yeah. I remembered, <laughs> when I was talking to you about today's recorder. I was like, oh, damn, I didn't even go and check.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I, I completely paused on it, I was like, nah, you know what, I'm a it I'm when there's nothing going on, because then it, I will be, uh, this competition will be kind of like uh, a, the one that everybody's going to kind of know about, rather than like 600 of them at the same time. Yeah. See, I want to. Yeah, you don't want to throw so mu- so much at at, at everybody. You, we have the movie, we have the toys, mm. we have uh, like Jurassic Junes competition. We have um, I know uh, my uh, the Jurassic Park podcast is having a competition. Um, yeah. They ha- it's there's so many, and I think another one, see Jurassic Rights, having one too. Like there's yeah. so many of them. It's just kind of like, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, and as you said, like movie <laughs> month as well. Like it's oh, yeah. social media is blowing up at the moment. Just yeah, been a it, it's about, been so.
1: this has been a really crazy Jurassic June, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all right, lovely. <laughs> all right, so yeah, don't, don't worry, you guys didn't miss your chance. All right, guys, let's get the
0: hell out of here. Contact details are on the website thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com, Facebook: the lost world minute, Twitter: at the lost world minute, And Instagram: the lost world minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later.
2: Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island these creatures require our absence to survive not our help and if we could only step aside and trust in nature life will find a way
1: what's hurt what do you need
2: we need rope rope what anything else yeah three double cheeseburgers with everything no onions on mine
1: before we
0: get started on to Minute 111, um, in a couple of previous minutes, we um, we had got a quick glimpse of David Kep and the Japanese businessman running down the street. Um, I thought we had another scene with them because there was some dialogue there that wasn't in this cut of the film that I noticed. Um, and it caused a little bit of controversy at the time because when it was uh, translated, it translated to, this is why I left Japan. Did I imagine that? Or was that... David, do you remember... That controversy or that thing that happening over the film when it was released?
2: I don't remember it being a controversy, but
0: well, I maybe, don't even know what. This... Maybe not was racist. It? Maybe oh, oh. not racist, but sort of a, a a face palm as to why is this in the film? I
2: really don't remember. I mean, I was four at the time the movie <laughs> came out, so oh, since I then. Really then. Don't... What's that?
0: Since then, then.
2: Oh, since then no, not really, not really no. Actually, I think I think there's been more kind of like argument over the dog being eaten than there has been about the Japanese people saying mentioning Godzilla, you know? I'm I'm confusing
0: this with something else. There's another movie where it might be one of the Austin Powers movies where he drives under a giant green Godzilla and it gets hooked on the car and starts going down the street and that's where you get Japanese business and running and looking over their shoulder and saying, that's why I left Japan.
2: I remember that in Go Go Ga- oh, Gadget, Gadget, Oh, was it that? Okay, it there was that was one a, then. There was Evil, <laughs> was
0: that? It was that then. I, yeah, I, I've got my movies messed <laughs> <to stop.
2: laughs> up. I remember there being Evil Gadget, yep. where he's walking down the street uh, making, like, dinosaur Oh puppet, no! Uh, yeah. out of the chat. There's a group of Japanese guys that say, I left Japan to get away from this, or something like that.
0: That's what it is. Okay, let's let's leave that right where it is and
1: move on.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> as we, as I the... just
1: always found that funny when when it was translated. Yeah. I always found that hilarious to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of those oh, things uh, when they use sort of um, other languages to, as dialogue in films and they're not subtitled when you're sort of looking... Like, we've done the same thing when um, Nick and the boat captain are having a discussion at the start of the film, where you get that whole Spanish dialogue where there's no subtitles, and um, we had a member that... Um, or a listener that actually translated that, and it's pretty much exactly what, um, what you'd expect it to be, so...
1: Yeah, it's funny, because that's a... a... To me, uh, I I am Hispanic, so like to me, when I'm hearing him talk, it's like you know, <laughs> I know everything that he said, like, yeah. so I don't have to, I don't need the subtitles. Yeah. It's weird to be able to know that like that other language, you know. And then when you hear like the the Japanese businessman, you're like what are they saying? But then the person, <laughs> I guess, it would be Japanese sitting next to me, would be like, oh, that's funny what they said. What did they <laughs> say? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. I always love that scene when they're, when they're saying that and when he turns to him and goes, the five deaths, he says. And then you see Eddie just roll his eyes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, well, we talked during the minute. I just love how Ian's sitting there and like, it seems like he's just thinking it's a run-through of the script or something because he's looking, he's looking off at production. He's sort of looking all over the place, looking down at his feet and shuffling his <laughs> shoes on the deck and just <laughs> like he doesn't want to be there or just waiting, waiting for someone to say action.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Dude, you're such we, a natural actor.
0: Yeah, yeah. We talked about right. that in that minute.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um.